Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Star Guided Entrepreneur. I am so excited to share with you today that I have an amazing project launching on Friday. It came together very quickly and it was based on demand by you and by entrepreneurs like you. It's called the Pivot Summit and you can find it at www.thepivotsummit.com and the idea is to get as many entrepreneurs to give their perspectives of the coronavirus epidemic and how that's impacting their business and specifically what they're doing to adjust in their business with respect to their offers, with respect to their pricing, their customers, as well as their own lives and their mindset. So I am so honored and excited to have over 20 entrepreneurs coming to the summit, virtual summit. And we start on Friday, April the 24th, um, and you can register to listen to the interviews when they go live for free. We go live with one interview per day. And I'm really excited to have, you know, entrepreneurs from all walks of life. I've got lots of coaches, lots of marketers, lots of teachers, lots of people who've had both online and offline businesses people who have had brick and mortar businesses that they've transitioned online in record time and they share what they've learned from it. And copywriters and agency, creative agency owners and operators and also some famous teachers. And I'm very honored to have one of my coaches, Eben Pagan, also joining us on the summit. And that's a huge honor for me because not only is he working around the clock right now to bring all kinds of programs online for his community of hundreds of thousands of entrepreneurs, but um, he's also, you know, going through a lot of pivoting from all the events that he had planned on doing earlier this year. So in anticipation of the Pivot Summit launch, what I wanted to share with you in this podcast episode is a preview, a small preview, little segments, bite-sized segments from some of the interviews that I've done so far. And this is just a sample. We have over 20 speakers. And what I'm going to show you right now is a few of those perspectives. So you get a sense of what the summit is about. What type of perspectives can you expect to receive? And I'm especially excited that these are very honest and very candid. And I'm really honored that the speakers shared so honestly. So here we go. I'd like to start with Adam Flores, who is one of my teachers. He is also the owner of a marketing agency, and he really reminds me of one of the early entrepreneurs I worked with in Silicon Valley. He's in his 20s. He's extremely entrepreneurial. He's on fire. He's sharp as a whip. And he's the nicest, friendliest person you can ever imagine. So here he is talking to us about what has transpired in his business and how that has changed from the moment the crisis hit until now, which is a few weeks later. Take a listen. What would happen is when the coronavirus first hit, where we were most impacted is that there were some businesses that were impacted. See, a lot of times people are funding their messenger business from another business they run or a career job that they have. So if they're 
other business that was funding their project with us or their job was impacting their, you know, was impacted by the virus, then we noticed some payment plan cancellations because people were, you know, in panic. They had to be able to provide, of course, for their families. And so that's how we were first impacted. And then from a, from a buyer perspective, we noticed that there was a, hesit a hesitancy to spend any money at first. There was a good like two week period where people were very afraid to invest large amounts of money. So we noticed, you know, an average sale that would normally be an easy 10 to 15,000. Now people were hesitant. They were buying more of like a 5k toe in the water type program to just start there because they didn't know what was going to happen. So now that things have kind of settled down, they've announced that they're going to release the first phase of you know moving away from quarantine and opening the country back up now we're noticing a uh, an increase in the consumer confidence right now and so people are now moving back into these higher end packages feeling more comfortable because they're aware of how their business or job has been impacted and as long as it hasn't been impacted they feel confident moving forward one of the reasons I love Adam so much is that he has a no-nonsense perspective about all aspects of business, including scaling your business and including your team. And here he is talking in the interview about the importance of keeping the team together and how to do that in the face of some harsh economic realities. I think right now as a leader, it's time to have that conversation to educate your team and say, look, we're going through hard times and uncertainty. We might do good. We might, we may go through some struggles or, or we may be impacted by this. So here's what we're going to do over the next 90 days. We're going to trim back and we're going to do a cut, right? We're going to do a cut of X amount percent. And in, in that you're going to be working a little bit less. You're going to get off early on Friday or you're going to get off early here. And, and that, I think, is, is a hard muscle to stretch, especially if you have a hardworking team and a great culture because, you know, they – but at the same time, they understand that we're in a crisis. And so those hard decisions, if you're in a, in a situation like that where your business is being impacted, those hard conversations need to happen. Then that allows you to make the, the wise decisions up front just in case uh, things don't go your way and the ball doesn't bounce your way during this time. You have something to fall back on, and then yeah. you can – bring your team back around yeah. when you get through this time. And here's Adam talking about how to reverse engineer your marketing. And it's all about keeping it simple at this time. Now is the time to look at what you have, not what you're missing, but what you have. Maximize what you have in a season like this. Stay lean with what you have and do as much what I call reverse marketing is humanly possible which is basically, you know, not paying out money in marketing until it comes in, right? So being able to organize partnerships, being able to organize referral deals for existing clients so that they can get maybe a reimbursement for services they paid for because now they're incentivized to promote your stuff, being able to create affiliate partnerships. This is a great time to start uh, honing down on that. And then if you're in advertising, you want to be able to create the fastest path to generate a lead. So if you're running an ad on Facebook or Instagram, what is the fastest path to get in a conversation? So rather than do a complex funnel right now that you saw in your newsfeed from like a Russell Brunson or maybe some fancy marketer like me with all these different steps in your funnel, 
now is the time to run, keep it simple. Go textbook, run an ad to a Facebook group, send a direct message, get on a call, get on a phone call, you know, and by this point they've seen your ad, they've seen your group content, and now they're ready to talk to you. So, you know, that's the that's the fastest path to success. That's the kind of thinking that you want to have in a time like this. Super simple and effective. One of my other guests is Holly Tack. She is a copywriter and a marketing strategist. And here she is talking about what is happening in the world of selling coaching services at this time. People are definitely still buying. Um, and it's like all different things. Like one of my clients said that somebody bought her um, $5,000 health program today. Um, another client is actually doing really well Um she's a business coach and she's doing really well with the new offer she made. And then I myself have been wanting to buy a $3,000 course. And I did buy that like 10 days ago. Um, and so I know I personally still bought even though it felt a little bit like not like it didn't make sense on paper just cause I was already like enrolled in my head and doing it. Um, but I just wanted to say like, it can definitely still work. I have had a few people that are in more of a like rocky stage and I just, you know, I think it's just now we're all adjusted to this and a few people, they just had stuff that was just planned, like right when everything was going down and maybe they just didn't like pivot as quickly with their messaging, like as they could, cause it was literally like their summit is launching the day that the state shuts down, you know, it's just mm -hmm. like right then. And it was just kind of like a little bit of a weird couple of weeks where people adjusted. Um, so I'd say like the couple of clients that haven't had as um, good of results with what they were planning were kind of more in that camp. Um, but now they're like picking it up and like, I still think they've gotten sales. Um, it's just like some, with some people, like they had a certain goal, like even that course I purchased, she had an enrollment goal. I don't know what it was, but it was a huge affiliate launch. And it's like, she hit like 60 or 70% of the goal, which she might've hit out of the park before, um, everything happened. One of Holly's strengths as a copywriter is her ability to hone in on messaging. And here is her advice about what every entrepreneur should be doing with their messaging during the coronavirus crisis. So I think everything needs a, like a little bit of a review. Um, at this point, I don't think that, you know, people know that what's going on. You don't always have to say like some of the keywords like COVID-19 or coronavirus or anything like that. Um, but just showing like a sensitivity to what's happening. Um, so you do want to review anything that you planned um, to do and you can probably still do it, but again, it might need a little bit of a change. So um, one person I'm, I was working with, she was planning to do this like spring detox challenge. Mm -hmm. um, but one of the benefits of the challenge is actually to boost your immunity. Um, but that wasn't what we were highlighting, but now it's like, that's what we highlighted when we named yeah. the challenge is like immunity boosting <laughs> for yeah. like, so that's like an example of like, we didn't have to scrap everything she was doing or any of the materials yeah. she made, but we did change like the title of it and the angle. Um, same thing with like one of the clients, you know, clients that are making like a little bit of a smaller package, like shorter package of what they already do. Um, they're like already planning to do it. It was just a matter of like, okay, well, why would somebody care about this right now? You know what I mean? Like, and asking your, that's a great question to ask yourself. And that I've actually been answering in my copy. If I'm selling something or if I'm writing my client's copy, it's like, here's why you should care about this right now. Like I actually helped somebody fix up 
a solo email I wrote for them before everything changed for a summit. And I made sure I called that out like, okay, why should you care about this topic right now? (laughs) One of the entrepreneurs I interviewed is Kathleen Reeson. Now she's a coach and a speaker, but she also runs a chain of martial arts studios in the Midwest with her husband. Take a listen about how they took the whole business from brick and mortar to online in a matter of hours. We were one of the first in in our state. I live in Iowa. We're one of the first in the state to actually move from a brick and mortar to a virtual environment. So uh, I remember that day we were in the the new space that we were going to open and we were so excited that we were going to bring all the students into the space. We knew that coronavirus was a thing, but if you would have asked us in the morning, we weren't closing. We weren't, nothing was going to be shifted. And then we got a phone call and this is where surrender comes in. And it's one of the most important things. I know you know this, Lisa, as an entrepreneur, but to to trust those around you and surrender. And we got a phone call from a member of ours, but also a a physician who called us up and said, hey, this is coronavirus. It's a real thing. And he introduced flattening the curve. We never heard of it. But at that point, he had an ask of us and it was, would you close the businesses for a week, for one week? And we said, well, we're, we're launching this new space. We were actually going to move into another space for one of our other businesses. We had all these moving parts. And in that moment, we trusted and surrendered and says, yes, if you feel so passionately that you call us and ask of this, we will. So we were one of the, we were the first business to move into this virtual space. And we took a lot of flack for that. Most businesses didn't get closed until the next Tuesday night. Mm. We voluntarily closed Thursday night before that. So, so we made this decision about 4.30 and we made it about two minutes. We called up our team, our full-time team. We said, hey, God, we're all on the phone call. We said, what are you guys thinking? This is what we're seeing. This is what, we're, what we believe we should shut this down for a week. Let's move to virtual. They said, yes, we're in. We didn't, they didn't even know what it meant. We were all in this space of we'll figure it out. So yeah. two minutes, made the decision, move forward. And by within 12 hours, we were completely virtual. By 5 a.m. that next day, we held our first virtual class and uh, have been in that environment ever since. Now I'd like to switch to a California perspective from the Midwest. And this one comes from my friend and colleague, Arian Alexander. Arian is an actress in Hollywood, and she is also a coach whose specialty is helping entrepreneurs look good and be confident on camera and on Instagram. So here is Arian talking about the importance of video at the time when everybody's stuck at home for entrepreneurs and the importance of different points of view. One of my clients is a celebrity TV host and she's not working, you know, so there's, there's, there's facts of like what's happening. But then I have other, um, many clients, most of my coaches, many of my clients are coaches and strategists and network marketing and things like that, that have their own independent businesses. And so what happened was I would be in session with them and they would be really scared. The fear would come up of like, what's going to happen to my business? I'm afraid. So it came up kind of immediately for everyone. But Mm -hmm. then what, uh, how I coached them through that was let's get really curious about like, don't just assume business is going to crumble because that's just an assumption that kind of a lot of people had at the beginning where I had it for like a half a minute. I literally had it for a day. And then I went, Oh no, 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 this is fine. It's just like, Oh, how can I get curious about how to do things next? My business is going to, is fine because what I do is 
it's, um, it's not a business that's dependent on economy. It's not a business that's dependent on um, any of this, basically, because what I do, especially with videos, it just became really urgent. You know, people really, it's very important to be building relationships in social media during this time when we are physically distanced. So it's yeah. very, very important mm -hmm. to be on video. So I didn't go into the fear and panic, um, but I did watch my, some of my clients go into it. And what I found was that once we could like slow down and really just soften in our hearts and take deep breaths and really look at the thoughts that were coming up and address those thoughts to see like, is it true? You know, how do you know that it's true? Because it's just assumptions and it's just thoughts and then kind of calm down out of that place. And then, like I say, get curious. Okay. So if business is going to pivot a little bit, it doesn't have to be a 180. It just can pivot a little bit and something else new can be created. And this is what I've coached on for years anyway. It's point of view. It's like if I walk in, you know, right now, if I look at this side of the room that I'm sitting in, I would say, well, I'm in a room with a picture and a vase and a candle. But if I look to the left and I say, this is my point of view, then I'm like, no, 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 that room, no, that room, it has a white wall and that's what it has. <laughs> so who's right, right? You know, see, it's just point of view. And it's with that anything with our businesses right now this is the point to pivot. It's not like, oh my God, let me start a whole new business. It's like, what do you do that's really great? What do you already have in your back pocket that maybe you haven't used? How can you strengthen your relationships with the clients that you already have? How can you strengthen the relationships with um, potential clients that you've talked to in the past? You pretty much have all that you need right here, but it's like slowing down to really look at that and build that foundation back up. Arian's sentiments about slowing down and her idea of using the basics to build a foundation for where you get to go next during coronavirus is echoed by most of the speakers and experts on the Pivot Summit. And again, to listen to those interviews for free, and there's so much more from Arian and Adam and Kathleen and Holly and all the other speakers that you can listen to, go to www.thepivotsummit.com and register to get access to those interviews. Next, we have Chris Williams, who is in a mastermind with Arian and me who talks about how he is actually accelerating his business dramatically at this time and how he is helping his potential clients work through the emotional blocks that they're experiencing in order to get to where they want to go. Yeah, so we have done the same thing we recommend to anybody else. You simply have to go back into your market as if you're brand new starting out your business and discover your market's needs. So the need that you know they have is not necessarily the need that they believe they have between their ears. So what's going on in here? And the fear they're experiencing, the, the cash crunch, or the worry about what happens a year from now, or they're worried about health, family, whatever it is, those fears are what you have to address with your skill set. And we've really been teaching our own communities and our own agency, reteaching ourselves that it's so important to pick one or two, but preferably one fear, one thing you can fix, one thing you can overcome in their belief set for that client. If we can get one thing done for them, then we can walk them through the pattern to get the other 10 things we know they need. But that one thing that's a tripping, uh, tripping spot on the path that they're kind of pursuing is the one thing we're trying to focus in and fix and listen for. So if you can go back and ask your, your clients, 
your market, your prospects, your online communities, wherever you hang out, what's the one thing that's really holding them back? Right now we're hearing a lot of mindset issues. Mm. We're hearing a lot of fear-based answers. We're not hearing very much mechanical problem-solving issues like I don't know how to make X equal Y. We're mm. hearing more emotion-based responses, things like that, that are real, right? We're all feeling that. But dealing with that emotion is typically what allows us to get the opportunity to actually present the X equals Y solution as well. I love Chris and his practical and down-to-earth perspective. And in our interview, which was definitely one of my favorites of the summit, we talk a lot about what's going on and about ways to build a business to accelerate your growth at this time and to use some really good mindset techniques to overcome challenges and take advantage of the opportunities. He has a very interesting theory about how 10% of the people are going to emerge as much bigger winners in their markets than they were before the crisis. And 1% of them are going to really, really win big. So go to www.thepivotsummit.com to hear the rest of that interview and other interviews. And I wanted to also share a portion of the interview with Nancy May. Nancy was a guest here on the podcast just a few episodes ago where she introduced you to the energy hygiene techniques that she uses to stay above the noise and to really keep centered and grounded at this time. And here's Nancy giving some specific insights about how to manage with emotions, how to manage with stress and how to manage with some of the difficult things that may be coming up for you as an entrepreneur and as a human being. A big thing that I really love for myself and talking with clients about right now is finding something that can make me laugh. Like really riding this wave with a smile as often as I can. You know, it's we're in the midst of this, all of us. And for me personally, I found this YouTube video of this, uh, this duo, this duet. And it was just, every time I listen to it, it brings a smile to my face. I want to get up and dance. So it's something like that, like really bringing in this beautiful joy that is always with us. It's always this opportunity to be able to tap into and along those same lines, I'm really encouraging people to look at this from a bigger perspective, to really find the opportunity in this. Because sure, we can all stay in the fear and we all feel it from people. We, you know, we turn on the news or go to social media. That's what we get fed is fear. Yeah. And my philosophy is, you know, everything is energy, you know, whether whether it's you know, a conversation we're having, that is energy, or it's our computers, everything is energy. And if we really stay in this fear-based energy, it's a very dense, low, not very happy place to be. Whereas if we can find these avenues of joy, of this, uh, you know, even positive affirmations for some people work really well, yoga, tai chi, uh, being out in your yard, if you um, have that app opportunity, things of that nature, all those things are super important to help us stay uh, um, healthy in this, in this time of, of uh, this uncharted territory. I love the way Nancy talks about uncharted territory. And on that note, I want to end by sharing a clip of one of my best friends, 
who is a coach and I would say like a lit up human being, really, she radiates uh, from within. Her name is Maria Alejandra. And here is she talking about talking about the mindset that she found works for her to adopt when a global crisis like the pandemic is combined with a personal uh, scare or a personal crisis, which for sure is happening to so many of us. So take a listen. And again, I encourage you to check out the full interview at thepivotsummit.com. It doesn't matter what the circumstances are. We always have a choice because in, in looking even at like worst, 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 worst case scenario, I can tell you that I have moments when I'm like, oh my God, like my, like I feel this like in my, in my soul and my heart goes out to anybody who's experiencing anything that's painful right now. And yet I can project into the worst, worst case scenario and still somehow have a sense of such peace and trust that it's, it's, it's beyond what I could have imagined. So I'd say understanding that your soul chose this, whatever it is we're experiencing, like collectively now we're going through something big and maybe you just got laid off. Maybe you're facing a health challenge at home. Maybe things are really hard. Like, you know, beyond the, the, the pandemic and the crisis we're all experiencing collectively, there could be other layers. Yeah. If you look at it from that space of somehow I, you know, I opted into this, um, it's really, really, really empowering because yeah. then there's no victim story. Then there's no like, oh, they did this to me. And then I feel like, okay, well, I get to move through this in a way that feels empowering. And I have no yeah. control over the situation. Zero. Yeah. I have control over certain things that I can do to, um, you know, we always have, we can always operate from a space of, okay, well, what can I do? Which is what you're, what you're offering here in this summit is like, okay, well, Stuff's been turned upside down. What can I do? There's always like, you know, there's a strategy piece. There's the, you know, uh, get a coach, get a mentor, go watch YouTube videos, read the books, watch the summits, like get informed, you know, so that you can move into the new spaces that you want to grow into. But ultimately it's, it's this like free fall into how comfortable can I get with the unknown? I, I think that's what, that's what is, is at the core. And with that beautiful question posed by Maria Alejandra, how comfortable can I get with being uncomfortable? I invite you to experience all the perspectives of all the 20 plus entrepreneurs and teachers and business people and amazing human beings that are on the Pivot Summit. And you can do that for free by registering to listen to the interviews at www.thepivotsummit.com. And I, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here, for being part of this journey of humanity, of of the entrepreneurial community at this crazy time. And just remember, we will always look back to this time as the time that showed us so much of who we truly are and so much of who we could become. I'm sending you lots of love and I will see you at the next episode and on the Pivot Summit.